Welcome to Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast. I'm your Hanna-Barbera talking animal, Cassidy, and my pronouns are she and they. I'm Lava, they, them. And joining us once again, after a very long departure and a complete gimmick change. Yeah. Please introduce yourself as you would like to be introduced. <laughs> That's right. Like uh, y- y- You knew me under a different name, now I'm going by Jenna. Uh, yeah, my pronouns are she, her, complete gimmick, gimmick change, like, like, I am trans, yeah, wearing dresses now, it's, it's great, I, I, right, it's definitely a bit, like, I'm building momentum, I'm getting, like, heat, so, yeah, it's Heck a, yeah. it's a very good gimmick change. Heck yeah. Oh, now I just, I really am just baffled, like, I'm the one who said it, and now I'm just, I caught myself off guard by referring to gender as a gimmick, and it's very <laughs> funny to me. <laughs> It was a good joke. Like I didn't expect it, but I tried to lean into it as much as I could. I, like I wish you knew because I would have actually like I would have actually like thought about it and wrote, maybe written something. But yeah, it's a good it's a good it's a good gimmick, brothers and sisters and uh, non-binaries. Uh, anyway, anyways, yeah, welcome to the welcome back to the show. <laughs> Thank you. It is extremely good to be back. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. Oh, I didn't look up any Scooby-Doo news. I, let me do that. Uh, in the meantime, yeah, is there anything you... Do you have Scooby-Doo-wise? Have you done anything Uh, I haven't done anything that's related Scooby-Doo news. Like, I, I wish I... Like, my brother and I were going to watch, like, Scoob over the pandemic, but we didn't. Uh, this is the first Scooby-Doo thing I've seen in a very long time. And I will say, one thing that super threw me is when is the whole time listening to Velma, I'm just like, why does Velma sound like Webby from DuckTales? And then I looked at him and was like, oh, because she's now being voiced by Kate Mizuji. Like, I kept expecting her, like, to, like, go into, like, uh, to, like, her voice to, like, jump up, like, five octaves to, like, <laughs> go into, like, some crazy plan. Yeah, uh, it's, it's the thing, is, uh, that, that that change happened in between the two WWE movies. Oh, really? Yeah, because in the last one, uh, I believe she was still voiced by Mindy Cohn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everyone else is still or, the at the very same. least it wasn't at the very least it wasn't Kate. Yeah. Like everyone else is still the same cuz I double checked that to see like was there a big recasting? Like no, Fred like like Fred's Fred's still Shaggy and Scooby or sorry, uh Fred. Fred. <laughs> Frank Welker <laughs> is still is still voicing Scooby and Fred. Uh Matthew Lillard still voicing Shaggy, okay, uh, I'm glad I checked the news. Sorry, you can keep oh, going. I'm just yeah. I'm getting a lot of tabs open now. Oh dear. Uh, Gray Gray Griff, Giff, uh, Griffin, formerly Delise, if you've been following voice actors for a long time, is still voicing Daphne. But yeah, Kit, I think Kit, she's. I feel like she still goes by Gray Delisle Griffin sometimes. Yeah. I can I can never tell. I think probably it probably like has to deal with like like voice actors guild what, what name she goes under sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Cass, you seem excited to bring us some Scooby Doo news. Yeah. Okay. I think I've got. Um. I think I've got all of the tabs open that I need for this. Oh dear. Okay. One. Uh. The Scoop stuff. That's going to be in Space Jam. We we've talked about that before. Wait. What? Um. The Sco- the models from that they used in Scoob show up in the background of Space Jam. Okay. So you can see like Blue Falcon and like the Scoob model of Shaggy and stuff hanging out in the background. Okay. I forgot about that. If you've if we've talked about it before, um, a lot of people are just still being like frustrated <laughs> about the new Velma spinoff. I guess. Oh, that's right. Like the, the Velma spinoff that's just Velma. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's weird. Like, I'd rather see, like, I heard, I haven't watched it, but I heard there was, like, the, the Daphne and Velma-like origin story spinoff movie was kind of yeah, fun. Yeah, we, we, we've shared that on, on this podcast before. Yeah, it was very yeah. good. Yeah, that seems like, yeah, like, I'd rather watch to see, like, them together than necessarily just, like, like, don't get me wrong, I like Velma, and definitely, like, like, okay, I can definitely see a Velma is like, early trans crush that I did not know how to recognize at the time. But it still seems weird to just have her with, like, no one to play off of. Or or even just, like, original characters that aren't the Scooby-Doo characters to play off of. Okay, okay, interesting. All right. <clears throat> All right, so here's the next thing. I, I was reading ahead just to make sure I, I was getting the story correct. Uh, so we talked about Scoob earlier. I'm not sure if we talked about it on the podcast, really, aside from what I just said. But before we recorded, we were talking about that. Um, no, we were talking about it here. I don't know what I'm thinking. Anyways, the point is, previously on this podcast, we've been like, hey, that was kind of like a not financial success, despite all of the praise that everybody was giving it. Um, but it's not been conf- like officially announced or anything, but Tony Cervone, uh, the director of Scoob and the director of a lot of Scooby-Doo movies in general, um, it's like, uh, we're, we're kicking the tires on a follow-up. Uh, you know, we're, we're the creative teams that I was excited about making the first one, and we're looking at making a second one. Huh. Huh. Which, um... Of Scoob? Is, is good. Yeah, a yeah. Scoob too. That's good. What, uh, not, not to, like, go into anything like, should I get around to seeing Scoob? Yes. I mean, yeah. It's a decent movie. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's I, fun, it's... I will say. Yeah, for sure. And there's um, something that you you should. I think th- the phrase that I can't say because it's a huge spoiler, but it's well worth it to be able to say that phrase. Okay. So keep that in mind if you ever do decide to watch it. All right, I, 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 will, I will in our try top to put that on my watch list. It used to be a lot higher, but it's still in our top half. Uh huh. I, I think I even have access to watch it. Anyways, I don't don't I didn't want to, to derail it too much with a different. I know it movie. used to be on HBO Max. I don't know if it's still there. And HBO Max also, I think, had all of the deleted scenes. So, uh, maybe... so uh, have we actually talked about which movie we we are going to talk about today? No, no, that's not for like another bit. I still got news. I oh, still sorry. got. No, that's cool. I've still got Twitter questions. <laughs> okay. Audience will have to be in suspense, even though it's probably going to be in the title. That's going to be in the title. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> Um, I talked about the the Scooby Doo being in the Fortnite survey, right? I I am the worst don't... person to talk to when it comes to hey, remember when we talked about this? Because I genuinely don't remember. I mean, I can legitimately believe it. Um, I, I know that like they did like a survey that was like, hey, here are some possible collaborations. Mm-hmm. Okay, and some I of the stuff that. included was like yeah, Scooby Doo. Uh, Scooby Doo could have a Ryu number of zero. Yeah, it could could be. Um, I mean, I think it would be okay if they put Scooby in or any of the Mystery Incorporated gang, mm-hmm. or really anyone from the series. Uh, yeah. They, okay. So in the new season of Fortnite, I'm going to talk about Fortnite for a bit. Okay. I play okay. Fortnite. Uh, in the new season of Fortnite, um, the big celebrity guest that's on the battle pass is um, Rick of Rick and Morty, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but it. It, they do use a very like, cool shader on that character model that I haven't seen on any of the other characters. It's like completely unlit, like almost like cell shading, but without any of the shadows, you know, to make it make it look like a 2D image. Huh. Um, and other, I think it works really well. 
Um, and I would love to see it on a character I liked. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or at the very least, didn't hate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this is also like a season about like aliens. Um, there's aliens coming to attack the Fortnite island. Mm-hmm. Um, in like two months, Superman will be on there. That you can play as Superman. Because mm-hmm. he's an alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's that. Mm-hmm. That's... Lots of opportunities for Scooby-Doo to be kind of shoved into a Fortnite, right? Yeah. Yeah. You could hang out with Master Chief. (laughs) And, like, seven different Batmans. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, okay. But yeah, that that was news I talked about before. Um, but... I have two different news articles here that I have not read through yet. Um, but... Scooby-Doo reunion special... We'll bring back the mystery gang on the CW. Oh. What? I, um, can I ask questions? Hmm. Uh, go ahead. I won't know if I have answers yet because I'm still reading the articles. Uh, so what it's a reunion? Is it like reuniting any of the cast? Or is it going to be like how, how like Zombie Island said, implied that they hadn't been together while like suddenly reunited? Um, seems like the second. Okay. <clears throat> the special centers around the Mystery Gang. Um, Mystery Incorporated. Just say Mystery Incorporated. Right. Uh, Fred, Daphne, Velma, Shaggy, and the trusty Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. Reuniting at the Warner Brothers Studio lot to talk about the franchise's longevity. However, they soon find themselves in the middle of a strange haunting that will test their detective skills once and for all. Hmm. Okay. Also, I was thinking, like, also, like, the... The premises of like of like the first live action one was them like getting the gang back together again. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the new Scooby Doo special will be executive produced by Jonathan Stern in a collaboration between Warner Brothers Animation, Warner Brothers Unscripted Television, and Stern's company Abominable Pictures. Huh. Who uh, I huh. guess worked on the Netflix reboot of Mystery Science Theater. Okay. I mean. I, I don't know what kind of reaction to have with it, because just, like... Well, it will be animated, so there's okay. that. Okay, that's good. That or, okay. at least I'm assuming, I'm assuming so, because it's talking about, you know, the Warner yeah. Brothers animation yeah. crew. Yeah. Uh, what if... It, wh- I know this isn't going to be it. What if it was, like, an, like an Archie, like, the t- the TV, sh- the CW television show Archie, but, like, that with Scooby-Doo, that same level of everything in it? I mean, okay, here's the thing, is that I think... Nancy Drew is very good. The CW's Nancy Drew. Mm-hmm. And I think that that could be, like, a, like your edgy teen Scooby-Doo for sure. Uh, so yeah. like Crossover. Yeah. Get Nancy Drew on the case. Yeah. Although, actually, I would very much love if they did the Scooby-Doo celebrity guest thing and they just had CW stars on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You could, uh, I, know, I know Arrow is over, but you could bring in Stephen Amell. He's not doing much. Yeah. Ah, not, now, I, sadly, they cannot bring in Luke Perry. No. no. But they could bring in KJ Appa, mm-hmm. who is Archie. Anyway, that's it for the news. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm glad I, I could bring that up. I'm glad, I'm glad you glad did. That, that is a very important thing to bring up. You can close all these tabs about Cody Rhodes. I don't <laughs> need that. <laughs> all right, now we have some Twitter questions. Mm-hmm. You can send those to our Twitter, which is at Kids and Their Dog. Uh, when I do the call-out posts, usually, like, a day or two before we record. Um, our first question here comes in from Jake, JJ underscore Mason on Twitter. Um, 
What would each of the gang's finishers be? Scooby and Shaggy would be the classic um, changing into various uniforms and tricking their opponent into mm-hmm. being a guest, like like they're being waited on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it ends with them falling through a table and then yes. getting pinned. Yes. Yes. That's the only one I thought of. I mean, that makes total sense. Uh, Fred's could be trap-based. Uh, I know that's normally frowned upon in wrestling, but like... I think there's something you could do to that, do with that. Oh, I think you could. I think Fred could do like a, a power bomb of some kind. I think mm-hmm. he's got the strength there. Yeah. Um. Maybe. Maybe like a. Like a. Um. Uh, I don't even think he wrestles for WWE anymore. Uh, feuded with Sami Zayn for a while. And the first name Kevin. Kevin Owens. No, there Kevin we go. Owens is still with WWE. Oh, okay. Apparently they're, you know, like a, uh, not to date this too much, apparently they're even going to be fighting each other at an upcoming pay-per-view. Some more? Yeah. They're feuding again? Okay. Apparently. Anyways, uh, Kevin Owens, one of his uh, either signature or finishing moves is a pop-up powerbomb, mm-hmm. which is just, you, he pulls you up off the ground really fast, so you pop up for a bit, and then he slams you back down. Yeah. <laughs> I think Fred could do something like that. Yeah, that would probably be fine. That. Um, Velma would probably have some sort of submission hold. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a modified sharpshooter. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. Um, uh, I don't know what Daphne's would be, though. Yeah. I think Daphne could probably do, like, a, like, an off-the-top rope Hurricane Rana or yeah. something like that. Oh, a yeah, recreation that. of that scene in the first movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she powerhouse kicks the her opponent yeah a springboard off uh, off of the middle of the ropes and not from the turnbuckle basically these finishers i've kind of imagined as video game finishers so you know Mm -hmm. all right uh next set of questions comes from charlie whose display name keeps changing and is now currently charlie a boyfriend like lover dude (laughs) uh at magical (laughs) underscore pride right uh, what would be the worst curse to have, you think? Perpetually wet socks. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking um, consistently stepping on Legos. That's a that's a fairly common one nowadays. I, but I think I wet socks think is worse. The curse of heteronormativity. heteronormativity. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're always just being like a rock in your shoe that you can't get out. And like, yeah. every time you check, there's not anything there. But yeah. every time you put your foot in there, it feels like there is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that and dry sandwiches. Oof. Alright, I think that's enough curses for now. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, all of them I, terrible. I have this plate of Doritos here. I have to eat the Doritos. <laughs> Is that also a curse? Um, yes, I have a curse where if there's food near me and I see it, and I and I am not like actively like painfully full, I will just, just mindlessly eat the food. Um, any sports that haven't been in Scooby-Doo, but you think should be. I think most sports have been in Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got um, baseball for, in, in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. We had that football player who went to the moon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, do we have basketball? Dogs can play uh, basketball. They've teamed the Harlem, the Harlem Globetrotters. Globetrotters several times. Um, I feel like they did, like, a, at least a hockey, hockey goof in one of the very many, like, yeah. uh, winter snow things they've done. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fairly certain they've done ice skating in some form. 
Yeah, I think I remember that episode. That was that an episode of uh, What's New Scooby Doo, but they did that. Tennis? I was going to say, like, soccer. I'm sure soccer's come up, but I think you could do a fun, like, World Cup mystery yeah. type oh, thing. Oh, yeah, that would that be would pretty be good. Um, and then I know in prepod lately there's been a lot of lacrosse. <laughs> so maybe maybe lacrosse. Maybe Scooby Doo yeah. is into lacrosse now. Uh-huh. Those are some sports. There we go. Yeah. We solved it. Uh, Charlie's final question, C asks... Is a speed demon worse than a normal demon? They're harder to catch, so yes. Yeah. This one didn't seem to be particularly fast, to be honest. Yeah, I think the speed was more implied because fast car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also everybody else had a fast car, too. Exactly, yeah. so it's not really special. I mean, the special part was the big old scorpion tail. Yeah, I would have called this a scorpion demon more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Totally missed also, opportunity. I was gonna say totally go missed opportunity to not have Sting on there. I think Sting was still on the WWE payroll at that point. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I know it would have been like after he left TNA, so probably. But who knows? Yeah. He wouldn't be as much of a regular as like even Undertaker was at the time, though. Right. Maybe. Uh, I, I still think it's weird that they have a villain in a WWE movie called a. De- like, they constantly refer to as the Demon, even though it's, his name is Inferno. Yeah. Oh. Um, they constantly refer to him as the demon, even though the demon is Kane, who was in the last Scooby Doo movie. Yeah. <laughs> with the WWE. I will say, I, it did feel like after a certain point they called him Inferno a lot more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe they were referring to uh, the monster truck that he was driving. Yeah. That, yeah. I wasn't entirely sure what what was Inferno at, at certain points of the movie. Yeah, I think they somewhat consistent they somewhat consistently refer to the vehicle as the demon rig so that's what i've yeah, called it in my notes it, every yeah. time mm-hmm. um but yeah the inferno part was weird okay uh next set of questions comes from tanner at sparky upstart on twitter if they ever made scoob meets aew which wrestler would have the biggest role um, I think it would be funny if it was Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, but it, the answer is probably Kenny Omega. Yes. Um, I don't know if Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus Rex as a tag team are still a thing, but I would mm-hmm. I would want them to hang out in the yeah. movie. Also, you would have to have a, uh, a, a meetup between Scooby and uh, Cody's dog. You'd have to have a meetup between Scooby and actual AEW wrestler Scooby-Doo. Yes. Wait, what? Who tag teamed with Jesus? I'm behind on my AEW, obviously. Okay, so the, the thing is, this is like a, a joking uh, match that happened uh, after... It was a dark match. Yeah. It was a, it was a post-the-recording-of-the-episode match. Uh-huh. Um, because there were some fans in the audience who were wearing costumes. One person dressed as Jesus, one person in a full Scooby-Doo mascot outfit. Okay. Uh, and they were brought into the ring to have a tag match against um, Brandon Cutler and QT Marshall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the actual match consisted of the bell ringing to start it. Uh, and then, oh, who was it? Who was it? Who was it? The Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. The Young Bucks hitting the, the opponents with super kicks, allowing the, the fans to get the pin. Okay. That, that seems about right. 
So the Young Bucks would probably also have a, a pretty major role, I think. Yeah. <laughs> It'd also be funny to think, like, I wonder how many people on the A... And, like, in this movie, could also show up in a theoretical, like, Scooby-Doo meets AEW one. Well, Rusev could. Rusev yeah. would be there. Yeah. Cody, um, and, Cody and Dustin, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Lana just got fired, so I if uh, if she deba- debuts to, like, for AEW and, like, as soon as her no-compete contract, which seems like a, poss- a strong possibility, then she'd be there, too. Maybe. Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's not really... I think, you know, um, they're no longer Los Matadores, but I think those those people are all still with the company as well. I don't... I think they may have gotten let go during one... I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to tell who is and who isn't still employed with the WWE, and... Especially since they'll, like, sometimes, like, hire and then, like, imme- like fire and then immediately hire them back. And just, like, okay, why, mm-hmm. why are you fi- why firing Samoa Joe if you're just going to hire him back to be on NXT? Oh, no, no. They've, um... They, never mind. They were allowed to go from WWE because of the... Due to budget cuts stemming from the COVID-19 pandemic. Yep. Have we actually talked about the title of the movie yet? No, no, no. We don't do that for a bit. It's okay. fine. We still okay. had a bunch more questions. Okay. Um, okay, here's a question I don't have the answer to. If given the chance, do you think Wes Craven would have enjoyed making a Scooby-Doo movie? I, think I also do not have the oh, okay. Oh, sorry, sorry. One of us at least has a potential answer. Yeah, I can see him doing, like, a like a very twee, like, Scooby-Doo, or, like, or more likely a Scooby-Doo pastiche. Like, I, yeah, I can totally see someone in, like, they're all wearing sweaters, and there's, like, some indie band tra- I, don't, I don't actually watch a lot of, like, Wes Craven movies, so I'm just making guesses based on, like, jokes about Wes Craven movies. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Matthew Lillard was in Scream, or in mm-hmm. the Scream franchise, right? So I guess there's that crossover there. Wait, am I getting Wes Craven confused with Wes Anderson? You might be. I think you're thinking of Wes Anderson. Wes Craven did the Scream movies, did that Nightmare Dracula movie, apparently. Uh... Yeah. It would still be like a parody pastiche, probably. Yeah. Um. So you got that right. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think my answer is still the same. I think the jokes I would have made about it would have been different. If I realized I was getting two directors completely confused. Yeah. It was really funny though, because you were saying all these words, and I was like, "Wait a second! I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for this director, and I'm like, Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream. Hmm, this doesn't quite yeah. fit." Meanwhile, I was thinking like Fantastic Mr. Fox, like the Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> yeah, those dogs. are all movies Wes Craven directed, right? That's funny. Uh, uh, and Tanner's next question: What would the combat morphs be of the human characters if they were anamorphs? And and the follow up uh, question I feel like is relevant is the previous question just determining personas with extra steps. The answer yes. is no to that one. Oh no, it's no. The answer is no because a combat morph implies an animal that is aggressive. Yeah. Or is capable of great combat ability. Uh, yeah. And personas do not need to be that. No one is going to have a combat morph of a river otter. But. <laughs> now, see, I would argue, but I don't actually. I've never actually read animorphs, so I can't. They might, they might have, like, just river otter as a morph they have because they've just gotten river otter DNA and they like being a river otter. Yeah. But it's not you're going to be your combat morph. Your combat morph's like a tiger or a bear or. Yeah. <laughs> etc. An Andalite. Uh. Mm-hmm. I guess also we need an answer. I mean, like, I feel like Shaggy's the pretty obvious one, though it's also also weird. Like, is this like, 
I don't know, like, this this one kind of hurts my brain to think, just, like, for some reason. I don't know why this is the one where it's like, ah, oh, I don't know if I can think of the, this one. I think their combat morphs are all different types of bears. There not we go. This, not, uh, oh, okay, I see what you mean. Just in general. Mm-hmm. Just different types of bears. Mm-hmm. Be really, really kind of cool theme, though. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or even bears that aren't bears. Like. Yeah, yeah. You know, like a red kind. panda. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how combative a red panda could be, but, you know, maybe. Apparently more than a, uh otter. Probably more than a river otter, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we, got some, we got a question here from T at TPHuth94 on Twitter. Mm-hmm. The existence of speed demons implies the existence of speed angels. What would a Scooby-Doo movie with speed angels look like? I think this would be a, a Scooby-Doo cross Charlie's Angels movie. Ooh. I could see it. Yeah. About, like, about a stunt show or something. Yeah. Did I did I just end the question no, immediately? No, no, no. Yes, I'm trying to show. think, but I, I can't think of anything. I don't know. If he, I, would, I mean, if, if the angel if it was a bad guy, then it would be like a vengeful angel. Like coming down with like a like uh like like a flaming sword and like a Ghost Rider motorcycle is the first thing I went to. Mm, but also mm-hmm. big wings. It would definitely be another kind of race, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they would probably have like a flaming scales of judgment or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you do the stunt show, then you could also have like them like jump through like faint flaming rings and stuff. Yeah. All right, and our final question comes in from Christina at Seawoods Art on Twitter. If there is a speed demon, that implies the possibility of attack, special defense, etc. Demons, which would best fit each of the gang. I have the answers to this. Okay. Okay. Hit me uh, with it. Attack is Fred. Special defense is Velma. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, defense is Shaggy, mm-hmm. and special attack is Daphne. And Scooby is Speed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That okay. tracks. I just, I saw this question and I was like, I know the answer to this. <laughs> I'm glad it. you had that one to the ready, Lava. Oh yeah, I read it. I was like, yes, I know. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much basically what I would say. I, I think I might have like switched one of them to make one of them more attack focused, but yeah. I think you, you pretty much nailed that. Yeah. I think that were all the, those were all the questions. That's all mm-hmm. the questions. Yeah. Now it's time. Okay. Yeah. We can now say the name of the the same at the end of the movie. <laughs> the movie that we watched this time yes. is Scooby-Doo and WWE Curse of the Speed Demon. And it debuted at Comic-Con on July 23rd of 2016, released digitally on July 26th, and then on DVD on August 8th. It is directed by Tim... I don't know the uh, the way I should like put the emphasis on in this name, so I'm going to say Tim Devar. That's D-I-V-A-R. Produced by Brandon Vietti and Alan Burnett. Written by Ernie Altbacher and story by Matt Wayne. Featuring the voice acting talents of Frank Welker as Scooby-Doo and Fred Jones. Matthew Lillard as Shaggy Rogers. Great Lyle Griffin as Daphne Blake. Kate Micucci as Velma Dinkley. The Undertaker as himself. Triple H as himself. Stephanie McMahon as herself. Goldust as himself. Seamus as himself. Stardust as himself. Dusty Rhodes as himself in a posthumous role after he died on July, or not July, June 11th of 2015. 
The Miz as himself. Paige as herself. Diego as himself. El Torito as himself. Fernando as himself. Lana as herself. Rusev as himself. Michael Cole as himself. Kofi Kingston as himself. Vince McMahon as himself. Eric Baza as Big Earl. Steve Bloom as Inferno. And Phil Morris as Walter Qualls. <laughs> Let's just think about these celebrity heavy ones. Uh, it's yeah. the funniest thing. It's a... It's also funny. I'm not going to go over the differences, but like I had like the IMDb and it's funny like which of the wrestlers are are by their like shoot names and which are like their their uh kayfabe names. Mhm. And some of them it's like it's a kayfabe name for a different character that they play. Hey, like what's the so I never I had this weird thing about Paige in general. Yeah. Is I think she's a great wrestler. Mhm. Um I don't know um, if she ever got to actually be like, they held her up as like the the main one of the uh, of the women superstars mm-hmm. for a while, like at the beginning of like the big revamp of how that worked in the WWE. Mm-hmm. But then she went on like a three year losing streak. Yeah, and then like she was off TV and she was in the relationship with uh, Alberto Del Rio, which was not healthy. It was everything I've heard. She came and, back. Like, Mm-hmm. And the way they, like, booked her included stuff of, like, all right, well, sh- her big thing is that she's great at s- submission moves. And then, like, half of her losses are from tapping out to someone else. Mm-hmm. And or at least that's how it was, I remember, when I, I was, like, really into it. And that, that was just weird to me. I think she deserved better, probably. Yeah. Yeah, sadly not currently wrestling since she suffered a career-ending injury and... Also, sadly, not on TV. Like, they had her as a general manager for a long time, but, like, now she's not. And, like, I don't know. She she did get a whole movie uh, based on, like, her getting into the WWE, though. Yeah, there is that. Yeah. Speaking of which, like, I we've come out and it's kind of funny just, like, this is, like, a very interesting snapshot of the WWE since uh, most of those wrestlers either are not with the company or are not active wrestlers anymore. And someone, uh-huh. like, who are there, like, have, like, completely different gimmicks and just, like, feel weird how they're being used in this movie. Yeah, and characters that, like, you think would be here aren't based mm-hmm. on exactly when this movie had started being produced versus when it came out. Because, mm-hmm. like, this movie came out in 2016. That is, like, the beginning of the height of the new day mm-hmm. and, like, in the middle of Bray Wyatt's whole thing. Yeah. But it started production probably in 2015, if I had to guess, maybe even 2014, um, which means that stuff wasn't true. Yes. <laughs> or at least in the case of Bray Wyatt, it was a lot spookier. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'll bring up Bray Wyatt again later. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, like, uh, Kofi has his New Day tights, but like, there's no Xavier, there's no Biggie. Like, for all, for all I know, that was a very late change in production. Like, there could have been, like, yeah. earlier revisions of it that had, like, his pre-New Day gear. That wouldn't shock me. Yeah, and, like, Kofi is a person that you could stick in there, especially for this role, because, like, Kofi's thing is that he can do crazy balancing stuff. He does it basically every year during the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. So, like, it makes sense. Like, all right, we're going to just stick a character that can balance on this drone. It's either him or, like, Sin Cara, who doesn't speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, late 2015 is when New Day started doing the power of positivity stuff. 
Um, and that's sort of like when they hit their really big stride, I think, as mm-hmm. like a popular group, which is so weird that it's not reflected in this movie. Yeah. Even like that's just like how much the WWE changes in the landscape, mm-hmm. um, even within like a single year. Mm-hmm. Anyways, now we can talk about the movie. Right. Well, I'm sorry that you had to sit on the sideline no, of us just no, talking about No, it's cool. I kind of zoned out a little bit. <laughs> so we're all good. Mm-hmm. Um, regarding the movie, so the movie starts and we get an absolutely fantastic intro. Yes, yeah, I it's, did a, it's love a tight that too. WWE video package. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if there's one thing WWE is good at, it's video, it's slick video production. Oh, for sure. Um, we get a, a kind of like an introduction of of, of uh, an announcer voice. I don't, I don't know who it is. Uh, kind of like that. I think it's. I think it's someone the WWE has on staff. Probably. It's got that Mm -hmm. vibe of Sunday, Sunday, Sunday of introducing the race that's going to be happening for uh, this particular movie. Um, Mm -hmm. It's like Moto X or something. Yes. Um, Um, It's a speed racer, wacky races situation. Basically. It doesn't become clear until later how much of a wacky race it is going to be. Let's see. Oh, I think I actually did note it down. It is the, the Muscle Moto X. Muscle Moto <laughs> X. Okay. So, um, you know, there's wrestlers in it. Yes. yes. Yes, of course. We gotta get that in immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scooby and Shaggy are watching TV, uh, mm-hmm. learning about They're watching, this. Yes. They're watching the final time trial for it. Yeah. Yeah. They're learning about it. Apparently, there's going to be, going to be a $1 million prize. Um, mm-hmm. Then the TV kind of, like, fizzes out a little bit and then they open mm-hmm. a window and they're actually like on the track yeah that that joke was kind of funny because it does like the tv fitzing and like he goes to adjust the set instead of there being like a pair of like rabbit ear antennas it's yeah. like a satellite dish i figured like someone wrote that and and, and someone were like wait analog signals or broadcasts don't exist anymore yeah. <laughs> you gotta make this joke make sense well the thing is you could still have the bunny ears as long as it's poked into a converter oh sure <laughs> So you just need to have a little tiny box there. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently there's currently a race going on uh, with a whole bunch of different, like, mm-hmm. themed wrestlers, which I didn't write any of them down. I apologize. Yeah, we, we get introduced to, like, the main cast of wrestlers, which includes some very weird pairings. Um, yes, I, I, let me just run down, the, run down the teams. The teams can either be two people or three people. It sort of mm-hmm. just varies. Yeah, I guess I guess there's it's going under rally rules where theoretically your other person is like your navigator, but um, though nobody actually does that. No, 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 no. It's very much just uh, we need to pair out these people because people like to see wrestlers, and we yes. can't have that many cars. Mm-hmm. Um, so the teams are. Well, I'll say the first one at the end. Um, <clears throat> we have uh, Goldust, Stardust, and Sheamus. Um, in a very Seamus-themed vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Celtic Cruiser, I believe? Yes. Um, they're, they're a group. Goldust and Stardust are very much in their, like, space mysticism stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they do that throughout the entire film. Yeah, which is very weird if you're, if you're more familiar with them from their current, like, ADW characters. <laughs> yeah, like, Dustin Rhodes has pretty much always been Goldust, and... It's just the entirety of just being the face paint, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's not really a character that comes with that. It's just pairing it with Stardust sort of blends itself to that, I guess. Yeah. And then Cody Rhodes is normally just like some guy. Yeah. 
He's the son of the son of a plumber. Um, Miz and, or sorry, the Miz and Paige are teamed up in the, what was it, the Two Awesome? Yeah. It's the name of the vehicle. I like the design of that vehicle. It's very much still like Miz themed, which is weird because the Miz never drives it. Yes. Uh, but it's like a double wide car that's like split in half, one half red, one half black, and they look like they're like distinct pieces that got put together. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it makes sense. Like, I, it totally makes sense for the Miz's character to have like something that's all about him, but he doesn't do any of the work. Mm-hmm. Is he usually a jerk? Yes. yes. Okay. Or especially at this age of the Miz, like there are sometimes where the Miz is more of a face, and people just generally like the Miz, even when he's a heel, he's a very good heel. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he's the sort of guy who's like natural. I mean, natural like kind of heel energy. So like a lot of times when they try babyface, it just doesn't work. Gotcha. Like okay. I, I'm sure Mike Mizan, the person, is a perfectly lovely person, but as the Miz, like he has like the perfect punchable face. Hmm. Uh, and he's very good at like acting, very like uh, haughty, I guess, in a, yeah. in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, for a while, there was uh, where he was like the movie star, the Miz. It was his character because he was in a couple of WWE movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they were leaning into that aspect. So he came out wearing like sunglasses and a scarf all the time. Mm-hmm. But the characters remained mostly unchanged. <laughs> yes. Um, then we have, uh, Los Matadores, uh, and El Torito, uh, as, as a group in their very, um, just like this entire inclusion of them. I, yeah, I don't know why they were included in the first place. I know, mm-hmm. I guess like El Torito was probably pretty popular with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes sense considering the antics they get up to. Yes, but like it, if I was making this movie, like based on the way the WWE was lined up in 2016, uh, which, again, is not how they would have done this. They would have done it for, like, either a year or two beforehand. But this is mm-hmm. the team that gets replaced by the New Day. Right. Because mm-hmm. they get up to the same antics. Yeah. Gotcha. And only were much more popular. And, and uh, uh, significant, significantly less problematic, I would say. Yeah, yeah significantly less. I, I, because I'm, I'm sure there might have been something that came up bad at some point with the New Day. Like, sort of how it started as, like, this, like, thing with... Like, a pseudo-evangelism thing. Yeah, which, to be fair, was largely not the what they wanted the group to be at the time. Yeah, and then it immediately changed to not being about that. Yes. <laughs> and now it's just three, or now currently two people, because the Big E left, left mm-hmm. the WWE. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just about them hanging out and being friends and having a good time. The power yeah. of positivity. A great fit for a Scooby-Doo movie. It's yeah. a shame they never got to show up in one. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's so weird. It's such a missed opportunity, in retrospect. Uh, and then we have Lana and Rusev. Rusev is just always popular, so it's it's fine. Yeah, but this Lana is also during sense. his like evil big foreign heel. This this is the Rusev that came out on a tank to WrestleMania. Hmm. Uh, you know, it's 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 before he started teaming up with um, what's his name, the musical guy. Oh, uh, uh I know who you're talking about. Uh, um, wasn't Elias, the it was the other guy Aiden English I believe Aiden English yeah I mean it was before that it was before the League of Nations it was before the awful like angle with well thank god it was before the League of Nations alright <laughs> we'll also think all of the trappings of white supremacy but put on all of the characters that are designed to be quote the foreign villain oh yes uh, <laughs> yes yeah before any any weird like Rusev Lana wife stuff that always felt like they were kind of punishing them. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, at the time, at the beginning of this movie, it's The Undertaker and The American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Yes. As the legend. Who I think is only in this movie because, mm-hmm. uh, his, his sons are in it. Yes. I mean, we do, it's nice hearing his catchphrases. Yeah. Anyways, that's all of the teams. Yes. <laughs> Except for the one that gets revealed later. Right. Um... So Shaggy and Scooby are running this food truck. They're slinging burgers and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, Apparently the rest hired of the gang by Mr. In. McMahon under a deal of like they can eat all the. F- I think they're working for free, but if they get the food, which actually does seem like something Mr. McMahon would do. Yeah, yeah. Like and Shaggy and Scooby would agree to it because they get to be at this event and eat the food. Yes. Yeah. I really, really enjoy. This happens a couple more times throughout this movie. Is I really enjoy the continuity. Between the last movie and this mm-hmm. one. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, there's something about it that's really cute. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it is kind of weird. Just like, they actually recognize, like, Undertaker calls them by, like, their wrestler names. I did a little bit of research on the first one, so I wasn't completely yeah. blind on it. Yes. Um, it's a shame that uh, John Cena wasn't in this movie to karate kick a boulder. Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, is not what he actually does in that movie. He just sort of jumps in and picks up the boulder. Yeah. But yeah. in my memory, it'll always be he flies in and karate kicks a boulder. Look, I wouldn't change that for the world. Um, also, I don't know how you would fit John Cena into this movie. Yeah. So Very carefully. I mean, yeah, no definitely. one will be able to see him. <laughs> Maybe he was in the movie and we just didn't notice. It, it was kind of weird, like, so, like, with the focus on Undertaker, they, like... They also have like perhaps the most diverse group of uh of wrestling fans, uh, wrestling kids like cheering for the Undertaker. Well, yeah. it's the thing is like the Undertaker is one of those people who like is so like enshrined in like the legend of wrestling. Uh-huh. Um, they, they they call him a legend in this movie for a reason. Yes. Um, that like so when he shows up, you know it's going to be a big thing, right. and people love to watch him. Like fight other people because it like gives those other characters that they like a chance to shine against one of the biggest things. Mm-hmm. So I can understand why. Like, all right, we're giving them a big, uh, giving them a big crowd of fans because he's just you know, he's the one that people will know even if they don't pay attention. But also, I, I am going to do the podcasting thing of like putting a picture so that the audience can't see it. I took a screen capture then just still just seems like. <laughs> it's a it's a very like Burger King Kids Club kind of move. I think that is the Burger King Kids Club. I think you sent me a picture of the Burger King Kids Club at this event dressed as Undertaker. Yes. I think my favorite thing about this though is that every time they show people in Undertaker gear, it's always like the different variations of Undertaker over the years. There's even like Biker Taker in yeah. here. It's Yeah, no, that, no, I think that's cool and like a nice kind of visual reference like how he's in like thing like Again, like, well, I think, like, having specifically, like, a bunch of kids for a wrestler that, like, I don't associate with him being, like, the popular with the kids wrestler. He is. I trust. As, as a kid who was into wrestling, he's popular okay. with the kids. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, he's the dead man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Also, Kofi's there. He's doing the infield commentary. Yeah. Is he... He's not doing the thing that he does later in the movie that seems very weird. Though, with the way he's doing his commentary. Oh, I'm not entirely sure what's what you're referring to. Uh, when he's later ri- watching while riding on a drone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's getting in the action. Uh, of note, um, 
is that Scooby and Shaggy are big Undertaker fans. They also have a costume. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently there are pretzels at this uh, event that are in the shape of Dead Man's Curve. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, also the rest of the gang is there and Fred's really into the technology in the cars. That'll be important. Oh, yeah, yes. that's important once. <laughs> they gotta set it up now. Uh, Mr. McMahon comes on uh, for an interview with uh, Michael Cole and is like, yeah, my daughter Stephanie came up with the idea. Uh, and then, mm-hmm. surprise, she's in the race, even though Vince is like, she's not going to be in the race because she's got too much work to do. Yes. Um, but then she shows up. She's teamed up with her husband, Triple H. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are the authority, as was as they were at the time. And I think, honestly, it still are. Uh, I'm pretty sure if they're anything, they are still the authority. Yeah. The authority is something that, like, it feels like it could come back at any moment, even if they say, like, no, we're disbanded. Mm-hmm. Because, like, yeah. that's, that's, that's just the thing about them being in charge, you know? Yeah. Um... Yeah. Anyways, but, yeah, they have the pretzels that are shaped like Dead yeah. Man's Curve, which are such a strange choice for pretzels. Yes, but it makes such sense a weird later. Pretzel shape. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't make sense later. To be to be clear. <laughs> but... Well, it makes sense for a Scooby Doo movie later. Yeah. yeah. They call it back. It just is a very weird callback. I do also it's... like how there's it's it's an, a, a very weird and like seems awkwardly candid like like miss between michael cole and mr man he's like do you wanna talk and then he's like this interview is over which again feels like something he would also do in real life mm-hmm. I, it it's so funny i've watched these movies so many times and it's like when they came out with the pretzels shaped like dead man's curve i thought to myself okay i gotta write that down and mm-hmm. and i and later on i was like uh yep that's why i wrote it down Mm-hmm. I feel like Dead Man's Curve was the name of a part of the racetrack from uh, Phantasaur when Shaggy was described, or when someone was talking about the, the motorcycle race, they were like, we're going to go down Dead Man's Bend and we're going to go past Dead Man's Curve. <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I feel like every like dire stakes thing is going to have a Dead Man dead something man. in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I get it's because of like, Undertaker too, but still. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's it's so funny because we find out that Scooby and Shaggy are very frightened of the Undertaker, um, mm-hmm. and it's because it's in real life that they're getting to see him now, mm-hmm. and so they're immediately shaking in their boots. You know, the live experience is always different than the TV product. Yeah, mm-hmm. they pipe in a lot of cheering. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, so Underta- Undertaker and Dusty Rhodes go to do their time trial. After uh, the authority sets the new record. Um, but they get interrupted because an explosion happens and a glowing car comes out and chases them. And there's like a red zombie man driving it. They keep calling it a demon. Definitely just looks like a zombie. Yeah. Yes. I mean, even the uh, one of the red herring characters, the guy who I thought like, is he supposed to be Teddy Long? I guess not. He calls him a zombie at one point. God, Teddy Long should have been in this movie. I know. There were a couple of one, like, original characters that seemed like they were, like, supposed to be visual uh, copies of characters like that. There's, like, the mechanic Big Earl who's got, like, who's got, like, uh, Honky Tonk Man sideburns. Mm-hmm. Did, did you mean Walter? Yeah, Walter. Walter, who was the guy who was like, ooh, ratings. Yeah, he's like, yeah. no one said it's not a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> That'll bring in ratings. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this uh, this this monster truck is, like, really, really decked out. It has a scorpion tail. 
Yes, it reveals that it has a scorpion tail and it uses it to wreck the legend mobile. And we get we we get a classic uh the curse of inferno is upon you. End this race or suffer. And it's like it doesn't make no, sense. It never happens. This will never work. Oh, yeah, it works. Like, this Mhm. Well, it's just like Imagine if it did work, and everyone was like, "Oh, I guess we're ending the race." What would the, what would they re, what, how would they react? You know. Well, also, like when we find out the reason behind the plan, like that actually kind of like makes things worse for them if it actually worked. Yeah, so like, that's the thing is, I don't think they would let it work. The yeah. the saying, "Don't don't don't do the race," because like, um, spoilers: the people who do are the zombie demon guy. Are people who have direct say in uh, whether or not this would continue? Yeah, um, they would just say like, "Okay, but this will boost ratings," like the other guy says. Yeah, right. you know, or like, or- uh, "What are they going to do? We've got an entire team of superstars." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking of superstars, Dusty Rhodes goes to fight the demon, mm-hmm. um, but then he gets tossed aside and he injures his back. Yes. Uh. The Undertaker uh, lifts up the car, like the crashed vehicle, with his back, and goes to fight uh, the demon as well, and the ghost drives away. Mm-hmm. And Undertaker swears his revenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Stardust and Goldust carry Dusty Rhodes off to, you know, go to go chill, because he's yeah. injured, uh, and he won't be able to compete in the race. Taker says he's still going to compete. Um, and Fred says the gang should stick around to solve the mystery, despite Shaggy and Scooby wanting to leave. And Vince McMahon shows up and is like, hey, you should help us. And Fred's like, I was just saying we should help you. Yeah. Uh, and so that night they look for clues. Yeah. Oh, also something I want to mention because it's kind of a subplot is Stephanie comes in and compliments Daphne Shoes. She calls them classic Takamoto's, which is a nice reference to Iwao Takamoto, the original designer of Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. And like starts going off and start and we start getting like a like a kind of like jealousy plot between like Daphne and Velma just like wait why are you going off and hanging off with her yeah and like some little little bit of weird little bit of classism I didn't even I didn't view it as a jealousy thing I viewed it as Velma be like we got stuff we're supposed to be doing ah okay and also just her inherent distrust of all major capitalists yeah. yes anyone with should. money Velma does not trust. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, so they go to look for clues. Um, you notice that uh, goodness. Uh, uh, Velma the, uh, finds that there's uh, uh, a legend that this has happened before. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, the uh, the tire tracks just sort of disappear. Yes. Yes. Um, Which actually, I don't think they have any explanation for that part of this like, when they do the reveal. Eh. Nope. Eh. There's not, like, also the sulfur doesn't amount to anything, because there's sulfur on the ground here. Well, I think it it's kind of um, implied in, like, a couple scenes later, or the next mm-hmm. scene, where Velma's, like, uh, sulfur is used very often in special effects. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just basically the way that they get away with their, their smoke. The pyrotechnics. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, it, it does uh, seem a little bit early to drop the, huh, maybe this isn't actually, like, I, I know, like, there they is always a point where they're just like, why would a real ghost need to use X? Yeah. I think, that, yeah, I think that's kind of what that's supposed to be. Why would a real speed demon use, like, sulfur? 
But also that's a weak one because sulfur is brimstone, which yeah. is the thing that demons do. Yes, yes as, as Walter, who is very excited about this situation, points out. Yes, um, he shows up and is like, hey... I'm not saying don't do your job. I'm but just saying maybe job. maybe do your job a little bit slower. Yeah. Yes. Uh, also, Velma's whenever very Lava, suspicious. Whenever uh, Lava says Walter, I keep thinking of like like very large, ang- angry, uh, angry Austrian man, Walter. Oh gosh. <laughs> In all caps. Oh, I I was thinking of the Muppet. <laughs> oh, that's also a good one. <laughs> it's it's like when I first watch the movie, I write down the the name that I catch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was able to catch Walter. Some of these uh, people in this film, they don't get named, so I just have yeah. like various descriptions of them. Yeah, they um, they definitely assume you are familiar with the WWE yeah. universe. Going Which I was they never, not. They never even say Los Matadores. They just, or maybe they, if they do, they say it very quickly. They say, they say they Los say Matadores. They never. I don't think they ever say their individual names, though. They do no, not. They, they talk to. They talk about uh, El Torito, but they don't say either. Um, was it Diego and Fernando? Well, I think that's no, the real names. I think they were Primo and Epico in the WWE. Yes, at some point. Mm-hmm. I will say is like because they never mentioned it. I didn't realize that Los Matadores wasn't you know all three of them. <laughs> Yeah. So, good job, movie. Yeah. And technically, it is all three of them, but mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. He actually, Walter is the one who suggests that the gang go interview all the other contestants. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they arrive in, I think it was a tent. I don't remember what the building was. It was a garage. Yeah, yeah. it was a garage. They're all working on their cars. Yeah. Um. And the gang splits up. Oh, you know what? I was getting mixed up with the dinner scene from later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the gang splits up to go ask around because a couple of them are a little bit like excited to be in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, and Scooby and Shaggy immediately encounter Stardust and Gold Dust. Gold Dust, okay. Um, who <laughs> they're very like that got kind of mysticalness about them, but they are mm-hmm. also very surprised to see a talking dog. Yes, which I. Uh, you don't see that very often nowadays in uh, more recent Scooby-Doo movies, so it's really funny every time it happens. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even necessarily a surprise. It was more like after Scooby leaves, Stardust is like, whoa, a talking dog. Yeah. Isn't that so crazy? Yeah. Dude, are we talking horses? <laughs> but yes, uh, Shaggy and Scooby go to hide um, to get away from them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Undertaker finds them and is like, hey, you were the people who wrestled in that movie that I wasn't in. My brother told me about you, I guess. Mm-hmm. Was he really not in it? I just assumed he was in it. I don't he think he was. Like Ghost no. Bear. I, I no, think he no. heard. Maybe he watched the last movie, too. That's hilarious. You, no, I it, it was Wrestle. You know, if it was WrestleMania, he was probably in the like backstage. We just didn't happen to see him. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, also, Kane was there. His brother just told him about it. Okay, yeah, because yeah, it's like, it's so funny because the way he reacts to seeing them is like, oh, yeah, I remember you guys from the last movie. That's how I just read the situation. I completely forgot he wasn't in there. Mm-hmm. Um, They're very intimidated by him, but also excited. Yeah. And then he tells them, like, hey, just uh, tell me anything you find. But he also says, you can call me Taker. Does yeah. he actually go by Taker? A lot of people will just call him Taker. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is weirdly friendly and weirdly personal for someone that, like, 
in in in, in actual wrestling was like pro- so protective he's so mysterious and so otherworldly and he's like especially when you find out like what he wants to do with the money later yeah uh, i'll talk about what he wants to do with the money later right, right. i didn't i didn't want to give it away uh i have some thoughts mm-hmm. about how that's a gimmick infringement <laughs> um but yeah so then fred velma and daphne talk to triple h and stephanie and then vince shows up to complain and suggests that he might replace her in the event her being stephanie yeah, yeah then everybody goes eat food he didn't want her to be racing anyway yeah she's got too much work to do at headquarters yeah mm-hmm. Most concerned he's ever showed for any of his offspring, who he has very much wrestled several times in the ring and also disowned at least once or twice. I feel that's happened. Probably. Not not to mention, like, Shane McMahon is constantly throwing himself off of tall things. <laughs> yes. Why wasn't Shane O'Mac in this movie? I don't know if he was with the, if he was still with the company, if he had come back to the company yet. I mean, I guess not, but... I just I would have killed to hear money, money, money. <laughs> yes, but yeah, no. This is important because like Vince tries this, like initially wants to try to suggest Scooby and Shaggy like take her place, which is when she suggests that why don't they uh, join the Undertaker? Yes, because yes. that's what that comes up during uh, dinner. Yeah, when mm-hmm. um, Dusty Rhodes does uh, warns everyone that the big wigs won't help anyone if they get hit by the curse, <laughs> which is true. Yes, don't th- don't trust corporations. Especially not the WWE. Oh, especially not the WWE. Vince McMahon won't help anyone. He's very upset uh, about the fact that he's out of the race because... Is this when he reveals when he what he wants to do with the money? Yeah, he talks about how he wanted to, to buy a ranch mm-hmm. for his family. Um, Undertaker d- thinks he's going to be out of the race as well. Yeah. Uh, but Walter's like, oh no, we can't, we can't let Undertaker stay out of the race. He provides so many ratings. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, that actually probably would be true. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a... why he still has to show up at WrestleMania sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not anymore. I think he's officially, officially retired. But who, who could say he's been officially, officially retired for years now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, Stephanie did... convinces Walter um, mm-hmm. that the Undertaker and Scooby and Shaggy should join up. Skinny Man and what was it? Dead Meat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. McMahon, we get a shot of McMahon who's who's uh, a little annoyed by it. Cause... How dare you steal my idea? Yeah. <laughs> this is gimmick infringement. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scooby and Shaggy are scared about this situation, but also very excited. Um, and Undertaker, like, reassures them. And it's actually really cute. Yeah. They're gonna go outside and meet Big Earl. About the car. Because mm-hmm. Big Earl is the mechanic who does work on the cars. Yep. But also, he's been having issues paying for his kids' college tuition and books and stuff. Ooh. Oof. Um, I don't think this is ever brought up again. No, it's actually... Brought up as, um, it's brought up as uh, someone saying that he might be a, a, a suspect because he has motive. Yeah. Yeah. That he yeah. might be getting two paychecks. It's also something that doesn't get fixed by the end of the movie now that I think about it. Yeah. I also had that thought of like, oh, hey... Okay, then. Um, I think Undertaker should have given his money to Big Earl, is what I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We find out in this scene that the Legend Mobile is out of the race. It has been too much, too damage. Um, Fred takes this opportunity to introduce himself and be like, I happen to have been reading about 
uh, cars for like the last two hours, so I know plenty. Yeah. Um, and there's a moment where Earl has talcum powder on his jumpsuit, mm-hmm. which he Sorry, forgot. I I do need to go back a second because there is a thing that happens when Undertaker sees that his car is just a pile of scrap. Oh, oh yeah. yes, yes, we have to go back to that. Yeah, that's important. He says he gets down on his knees and he says, "Rust in peace." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, you can continue. Yes, yes. yes. Thank you um, for remembering that. Yeah. So Earl has talcum powder on his jumpsuit. He kind of almost deflected, but it was a deflection that was like, oh, I don't remember. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, red herring. Gotta love it. Gotta have mm-hmm. it. Well, this um, one actually it does end up being important for the mystery. It is important, yes. But I don't think it was relevant to him. No, no. He no, has... I also, I don't think he says what it was from. I think someone else says... Oh, yeah, I think it might have been from, like, an airbag or something. They usually put yeah. that on airbags. Yeah, that's right. I have in my notes is uh, Stephanie apparently has uh, manicures lined up for the next day, or this this night for the next day. Yeah, um, with uh, Triple H and then Daphne joins them. Yeah, yes. Daphne is very delighted about it. Mm-hmm. And then we get a montage. And I think yes. this is the only montage. Fred and yeah. Earl do an all-night montage. Yep. Yeah, it's the only montage. We, we never get a chase sequence. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a race, so it's by default it's a chase sequence. But like, yeah. no, nothing like running through the doors. Nothing. There's set a to very short chase music. sequence. Yeah, it's it's like very short when they see uh, the demon at night in the cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. The next day, we've got a race. Uh huh. And it turns out Fred and Earl have been working on the food truck. What yep. was it called? And the Fred Scooby Mobile. The Scoobinator. Scoobinator. Yeah, I don't know what it is about, I guess maybe it's just like the level of control WWE creative has or doesn't have in the Scooby-Doo crossover movies, uh-huh. but I feel like literally every time, the names that they come up with them are just the worst. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, half of the vehicle names in this movie are like, mm, that's not particularly good, and especially anything involving the Scooby gang. Yeah. It's just, like, yeah. particularly bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Undertaker is very unimpressed with a food truck. And Fred is, well, like... We dropped a, we dro- we dropped a hot engine in it, and we, we redid the suspension. And, uh, if, if you need extra speed, make sure you just, uh, press the... Yeah. <laughs> Fred is so tired. And it's so funny because Earl is fine. Earl is yeah. driving the truck that has Fred in it, in the back. And I thought to myself, Earl has done this before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Fred cuts out for for explaining um, the Wacky Racers gimmick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then the fr- and then the race is going to start. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yes. Um, uh... And so we get sort of like a like a Star Wars Episode One pod racing situation of everybody launches off the finish or the starting line except for the food truck, mm-hmm. which is sort of like moving along at food truck speed with yeah. uh, with those like paddy wagon exhaust noises that you get sometimes the fire mm-hmm. back sound. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, also, this is where we start seeing Kofi surfing around on a drone. Yes. Yeah. And, we'll, and we also find out that the competitors are equipped with magnetic boots so they can fix things as they go. 
So it's We're very s- Star Wars podcast. Uh, pod. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. Pod no, race. I. The first part of the movie I was wondering is like, why is everyone wearing robot boots? And now well, we the find answer out. is because they need a reason for them to be wearing magnet boots. And so they're like, oh, maybe they can do repairs as they go. We'll only see them make repairs once, but they'll use the magnet boots a lot. So that way the wrestlers can wrestle. Yes, yeah. And, and, and not fall off their cars immediately. Yeah, we got to have logic in our Scooby-Doo movie. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like, that's where they drew the line. Just like, oh, no one will believe that, like, I don't know, that Rusev could stand on it. With his, like, regular shoes, which I guess, like, they're not even, like, fully shoes, like, because he still has, like, the wraps, I guess, at this point. I feel uh, like he would have switched to boots by now. I think the wraps well, were like, sort of, like, an NXT still, thing. Like, you, you could still, like, 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 he still, like, toes exposed, even when he was in robot boots. Oh. Or, like, yeah, because I remember that period where he had, like, the wraps around his ankles instead of, like, proper shoe, proper boots. Huh. Yeah. So, the race. I've yes. probably missed a lot of things. Cause I, I, find didn't, a lot I didn't of... care about any of it. Yeah, I just I... wrote down the important yeah, yeah. stuff. Same here. Um, mm-hmm. I, ha- I have such trouble uh, summarizing action sequences, and this ha- a whole yeah. movie is now an action sequence. So. <clears throat> like, All right, I can take over main, from here. Like, the main thing that... Ma- oh, uh, like, the main thing that kind of matters during the race is, like, his personality-wise going on. Seamus thinks things Goldust and, and Stardust are a bunch of weirdos, and they keep, like, teleporting in and out of his car... Yeah. Rusev and Lana like are like yes from Mother Russia. Uh, Miz uh, El Torito jumps. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miz bosses around Paige. Uh, the Los Matadores are Mexican. Yeah, El Torito jumps on Seamus's car to distract him for a bit. Yeah, which is funny because like in an earlier scene they said, "Oh, we're not doing this money. We're doing this for the honor." And then they're <laughs> they're like they then they just like blatantly cheat. Well, no, now, see, here's the thing. It can't be cheating because they're going into this with magnetic boots mm-hmm. ready to repair as they go. This right. is 100% an established wacky racist situation where they know there's going to be antics. Okay. So I, I don't think any of it is cheating until, you know, the actual cheating. <laughs> yes. Um, of note is that Daphne is excited for, uh, the company car to win, or yes. to be in the lead, at least. Cheering <laughs> for Stephanie. And and she argues with Velma, is like, I can have more than one favorite, um, which Velma doesn't believe, but I do. You can root for more than one person. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, um the, there's, the a bit, there's a bit, there's a bit where, yes, there's a bit where the food truck hits a, a jump and then just face plants on the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was pretty funny. Like, this yeah. is a visual comedy joke. Yeah. Um, the Demon Rig returns and is in the front as they cross the Deadwood Bridge, which is just a very large bridge over, like, a canyon. Um, it fires a laser to start burning the bridge up. And then all of the Super Scars manage to clear it anyways, except for um, the Scubinator, which hasn't gotten there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, the drones that Kofi's flying on can't get anywhere near the demon rig without it being pushed away due to interference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Fred wakes up finally just to shout about the red button in the, in the stands. Mm-hmm. We have a moment where I believe it was Velma notices that Vince McMahon isn't anywhere. Like he's yes. not in the booth. He's not mm-hmm. anywhere, even though uh, people are in danger. Um, Scoob accidentally presses the red button that Fred was talking about by accident because he was f- afraid. 
um, because they saw the burning bridge up ahead, and then it, they go fast. It activates some like rocket boosters or whatever. Yep, gotta go fast. Yep, uh, they get the uh, the form that the what is it like E one racing or something like it's an electronic F one. Yeah, where the cars are all uh, uh, electric and not gas based. Mm-hmm. Um, where the people watching it at home can like give people a speed boost or something. That's a real thing. I didn't. Um, I did not know that. <laughs> I don't know much about it. I've just heard about it a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they they go fast. They manage to make it across the bridge by doing a sick jump, mm-hmm. and then yeah. uh, Taker charges the car at the demon rig. But then the demon rig disappears into a smoke screen, and they accidentally go up and over a mountain and take second place for the first race. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephanie and Triple H got first. Right. That'll be important in like a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then it's time for dinner and interviews, and nothing really important happens during the interviews. No. Yeah. Uh, Steph- Stephanie is pleased. Lana and Rusev are upset. Undertaker is determined to get back at. Yep, and then someone gets shoved by someone, and it turns into a food fight wrestling match, yeah. and destroys the Miz the is once again a jerk. Yeah, yep. and and Paige's hat has can't stands no more. Uh, and then Vince shows up and is like, "Hey, what's everybody doing?" And everybody's like, "Look, I don't like who I'm teamed up with," so he swaps uh, Lana and Paige. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, um, and then Qualls shows up. Uh, Walter he shows up and he's like, "The ratings." And then Dusty Rhodes talks cryptically about the curse some more. Yes. Daphne Directly goes on to... to Stardust and... Uh, uh, Goldust. Goldust, sorry. <laughs> it's not, like... I'm just... Sup- it's kind of a little funny how much pro- how much issue you're having with it. Uh, it's, it's, it's... I know Stardust now, and I will get Goldust eventually. Mm-hmm. It's because as I'm looking at my notes, my notes I have star-based racers. Because they didn't introduce them. Yeah. And I could have gone back in, and I probably should, but it's too late. It's definitely too late. I just, it's one of those things where I feel like you you might have heard of Goldust before. Have I? I, I think uh, in like one of the Monster Factory videos, Griffin was like, I am deathly afraid of Goldust. He will find me. He will kill me. Or uh... something like that. Now, mm-hmm. see, you've made the classic mistake when dealing with me of me remembering anything else. Yeah, I figured that would be the case. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll get it. So we cut to Fred, who is still sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Fred, I'm so sorry. Oh, You're going to take forever to get your sleep schedule back. Yeah. One one last thing. Daphne goes to talk with Stephanie about being that- a, a clothing designer for the company. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's when that happens. Um, and apparently Stephanie gave a backhanded compliment to Velma. Mm-hmm. Um, and Daphne didn't uh, uh, sleep time yep that night shaggy and scooby head out to the food truck for a late night snack because they are still hungry yes yeah. and they make yeah. a sandwich of enchiladas with a whole tuna fish some yogurt some chocolate sauce and some fried onions i think there are the makings of a decent sandwich here yeah yeah fried onions i think if you drop the chocolate sauce because fried onions and yogurt i feel like can belong on a sandwich yeah I yogurt think, I think yogurt can make can hang yeah um, I don't know about the entire enchiladas, but yeah, or the whole the whole giant tuna. I think you have to choose between those two. I think you have to choose either fish or enchilada for the mm-hmm. purposes of making this an edible sandwich. Yeah, I mean it's enchilada. edible, but like enjoyable. Yeah. Um. Anyways, there's a clank. They hear a clank, and they see Inferno messing with one of the cars. 
but then he gets spotted and chased for a bit. Or sorry, they get spotted by him and get chased for a bit. And they run into the Miz, who is out for a jog, just like in the last one. I'm awesome. I'm awesome. <laughs> Who's awesome? I'm awesome. Uh, the Miz takes on Inferno, uh, which yes. causes a huge ruckus, which wakes yes. up everyone in the motel. Yeah. He was like, I got punked by that bear last time. I'm not going to get punked again. <laughs> it's, also, it's also hilariously like how competitive a match it is, considering the identity of it. It's kind of like, like man, like like this doesn't look this good. Like when he actually wrestles, <laughs> I think you could. I think oh, the thing is, Miz is a good wrestler. In yeah, yeah. he's very good at putting on a show. I just he doesn't get the chance to. You yeah. Know? Well, like also he doesn't really. He, he's not. I would wrestle. So like doing like flips off of cars. Yeah. Yeah. He does put on probably the best figure four of his career because he's not actually the one putting it on. It's animated. <laughs> yes, uh, the fight wakes everybody else up and he gets them in the figure four and then the demon does a smoke cloud and throws Miz out of the smoke cloud. Uh, Miz is, like, very, is devastated by the fact that the demon got out of his pin mm-hmm. um, and is almost like saying, I was like, what was, what was his line? He's basically like, oh no, maybe I'm not awesome. Paige says, oh, maybe he's taking your awesome and the Miz is like, I can lose my awesome? Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> uh, t- the demon tells everybody to beware again mm-hmm. there's some more smoke and then he disappears mm-hmm. and then Bur- Big Earl checks out the car um, and the only thing he notices is that the oil line was cut in the company car and there's some talcum powder near the car from when Tri- Triple H says oh I was checking the airbags because I want to make sure my wife Stephanie is safe mm-hmm um, and it, you can see the demon's footprints in the talcum powder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vince shows up and is like, hey, Stephanie, quit. And Stephanie's like, no. I'm and, driving tomorrow. And Dusty Rhodes is like mysteriously hanging out in the shadows. Yeah. Yes, again. Uh, it's time for race two. Uh-huh. For this one section, it's called the Spire Lake Sprint. It's through a wet zone. Yeah. Presumably some kind of river, perhaps. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the winner of the last race gets a whole 30-second head start, which is too much of a head start. Yeah, that's yeah. like an eternity in racing. Uh-huh. Velma sees Doesn't amount Mr. to much. Yeah, no. Not, not much at all. Mm. Velma sees Mr. McMahon leaving after the race starts, um, and then the cars eventually have to drive off a cliff and into the water, and they have a boat mode. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then we ominously see a fin come out of the water for a second. Yeah. The, the only thing, the only thing really of note it, from like character thing is, is like Seamus still doesn't know what to make of a uh, Stardust and Gold Dust. And Paige confronts Lana, but like, hey, you're not driving the best, are you? And Lana's like, no, I'm holding back so that Rusev can win. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. And uh, Miz attempts to banter with Rusev, but he is having none of it. And the Matadors continue to be... Actually, I don't think... I don't think, think they actually, do anything in this scene. I think the actual wrestlers are, are Puerto Rican, but yeah, like, they're, why are they Matador? I, I, I'm probably yeah, putting uh, more, th- more thought on that than WWE did. You are. The thing. The reason they are that is because WWE said, oh, you could be that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which they have a horrible uh, tendency to do. Yep. Uh, the Demon Rig appears between the competitors in its own boat car mode. Um, it's very intimidating. It zooms through boulders and crushes mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's Scorpion Tail just reaches out and picks up Seamus' car and throws it. Yeah. Seamus' yeah. car gets a lot of abuse during this movie. Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't get destroyed at any point. I thought it would have gotten destroyed here, if anywhere. Yeah. Uh, they're all rigged, it's fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I did I did assume, like, like more racers would be dropping out as, as the movie went on. Like, they'd just get wrecked and they couldn't continue. But that doesn't actually happen. Like, really, it's only, no. like, the Undertaker's car that continuously gets wrecked. Now, see, <laughs> there's a reason why. And it's because at the end of the film, they have to have a final battle. Not true. Okay, but imagine uh, the world in which they wreck one of the vehicles. And so all of the racers that were in that vehicle have to team up with someone else already. <laughs> oh my gosh. Imagine a situation where they all have to pack into one car, like a clown yeah. car. So yeah, it's just the authority versus Shaggy and Scooby and Undertaker versus everybody else in a single car. Yeah. Yes. The Royal Rumble Mobile. Uh, incredible. Uh, anyways, Rusev charges at the demon's rig to get it to let up on uh, Lana and Paige. Uh, and then the demon rig closes in to the front of the pack. So mm-hmm. Triple H gets out of the car and jumps on it to fight the demon. Um, and then Michael Cole references a uh, classic WWE character, the gobbledygooker. Yeah. Oh, uh, but La- that Lava, was a reference. Have I, have I told yeah. you about the gobbledygooker before? So in, in like early WWE, not like super early, back when it was still the WWF, definitely that, like, possibly even before the Attitude Era. Yeah, because I think, uh, like, I don't know I for think sure. it was like 91 or 92, the show that you're about to talk about is. Yes, uh, there there was just like this ongoing thing of just this big egg being near the ring, just a big egg. Uh-huh. Um, and the theory that I've heard is that is either Kane or the Undertaker or one of them was supposed to hatch out of it was the original plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after they started doing it, someone finally got someone to understand that that is a very stupid idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so instead, on their Thanksgiving show, just a big turkey gets out of it. And it's the gobbledygooker. And it wrestles. Oh. <laughs> and it does a, a, a do-si-do with uh, me and Gene Okerlund. Uh, and that's the gobbledygooker. Yeah, debuted on the same show as The Undertaker. Wow. So that that's why it's here. That's why they referenced it. Yeah. Definitely also, on purpose for that we, reason. We almost compare the fact that, like, Triple H, who is in a suit, gets to fight the demon, flexes and bursts out of his suit so he's in his wrestling gear. Yes. Yeah, I just... It's so weird that in this age where so many people are not wearing just the briefs and are wearing, like, at least trunks or, like, full-on pants... Yeah. That Triple H is just wearing briefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just feels weird sometimes. It just feels extra naked. Yes. Uh, anyways, uh, Undertaker smashes into the demon rig also after Triple H gets beat up enough to go back mm-hmm. to his car. Um, mm-hmm. There's a fork in the water ahead and the demon rig pulls itself and Undertaker the wrong way. Uh, and then the demon rig disables the engine of their vehicle and then Mm-hmm. as they start heading towards a waterfall because of course there's a waterfall yeah of course yeah uh kofi flies in to try to help but then the demon rig's interference sends it crashing and wrecks it mm-hmm. kofi is okay it's yes. okay and the camera's okay so you can keep filming mm-hmm. uh meanwhile stephanie and triple h win the race taker mm-hmm. finds a rope of sausage links uh and as they're going over the waterfall sends it out lasso style lasso lasso style to to grab onto a rocky outcropping and use it as a rope um and then this is where velma lists both 
uh, Vince McMahon and Big Earl as suspects. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut to uh, sort of like a general dinner style meeting again. Mr. McMahon says that the race is still on. Undertaker is sad about not having a car because he was racing for all of his little freaks of the night. Because he was going to use the prize money to create the Undertaker's Comedy Theater and Puppet Jubilee because he likes puppets. And so yeah. this is where I took a 15-minute break to just <laughs> go look up some information on Bray Wyatt and see yes. where his gimmick was at at the time. Uh-huh. Um, because he did go on to do the Firefly Funhouse, right. which did consist of a lot of puppets. Uh-huh. Mm. Lava, you've seen a bit of this because I made you watch the Bray Wyatt-John Cena-WrestleMania match where John Cena got sent to the Shadow Dimension. Yes, yes. that's right. You, I, <laughs> and has I, never been reason- seen again. It's true. That's why I was associating puppets with WWE, wasn't it? That's why yes. I was like, I just accepted that this was a thing that The Undertaker was into because I was like, okay, yeah, I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it didn't really occur to me that it was, you know... Not a WWE special. Uh, but, but yeah, so. <laughs> I guess still a better use of puppets than Rocco. Uh, Rocco not was familiar. Rocco was the emotional support puppet they decided to give to the Road Warriors for some reason. Oh. Who was dressed like a greaser. I thought, I know, I know you said Rocco, and I definitely didn't understand that part. But part of my brain was like, did are you referring to Sako? Are you talking no, about Sako? No, 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 not Sako. No, not Sako. For sure, not yeah. Sako. But For no, no, no. Like, yeah, the, yeah, the, the, yeah, like the fifties greaser looking doll that like Paul Ellering had to do the voice for, which like the rotors hated so much that they're like, I think it was like Hawk just like walked off like during a UK tour and just didn't even bother like turning in his resignation and just left. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds like something that Vince would say that someone should have. Yes. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, anyways, I there are a lot of current WWE wrestlers, and by that I mean wrestlers from, like, the past five years mm-hmm. that I, I would have liked to see in a Scooby-Doo movie that just didn't get to have their time. Mm-hmm. I think Bray Wyatt, depending on when, might have been a little spooky for a Scooby-Doo movie, mm-hmm. but... I think it could have been fun. Yeah. A Bray Wyatt and the family vehicle in this race would have been uh, probably a fun idea. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. R.I.P. Brody Lee. Yes. Uh, anyways, the Authority won another 30-second head start, and the other superstars are like, Hey, um, you keep winning, and the demon keeps showing up. So, like... Uh, and then the Authority's like, Okay, fine, we'll race without the head start. Uh, Velma and the gang go to talk to Vince and Vince is like hey why do you think I'm a suspect Suspect? I'm gonna leave now very quickly and it's not suspicious trust me and that's not, and that's not Cass editorializing that is almost literally what he says it's literally what he says mm-hmm. uh, and then Stephanie talks to Daphne about her having to work for the win that everybody else is th- thinks is being handed to her and that also, my dad has more money than yours, mm-hmm. um, which is like a very weird break in the moment, which I guess is supposed to feel be like, a, oh, it's because she has stress. So she's accidentally getting into character or whatever. Yeah, we're seeing the true Stephanie McMahon. Um, later, Daphne and Velma have a moment mm-hmm. about being best friends. Mm-hmm. Wink. 
Uh, he yes. wouldn't get the camera. Wink. Yes. <laughs> I, I, my notes put, yep, comma, Daphne and Velma, comma, just best friends, period. Uh, Shaggy and Scooby are roughhousing again with El Torito. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some revving noises outside, and it turns out they turned the mystery machine into a racer, so that way the Undertaker can continue could continue to race. Mm-hmm. So it's time for the final leg of the race here on Marauder's Mountain, including mm-hmm. Dead Man's Curve. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gang is in the vehicle with Shaggy, Scooby, and the Undertaker mm-hmm. because they have a plan. They have a plan. And they talk mm-hmm. about how the demon rig is probably being remote controlled because of the way it's interfering with the drones. So they mm-hmm. plan on reversing it and taking over the rig with their funny new remote. Yes. Uh, and then Kofi Kingston says that it's a new day. Uh, in a very specific way. Yeah. Um, because it, it is, in fact, a new day. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. I, and this is where I took the note of, like, it's really weird that they have Los Matadores in here and not the new day. Yeah. Uh, Demon Rig shows up, smashes the mystery machine um, into a wall for a bit. Fred mm-hmm. drops the remote. They lose their parachute also. Uh, because there's a section at the end of this uh, track where they're going to have to parachute down. Right. Uh, Rusev and Lana attack the demon rig after Lana... Oh yeah, by the way, they switched back to their previous um, the, teams. They, not at the beginning of no, the race. No, sorry. No. No, it happens in the middle, because I misread my notes here. Rusev and Lana both separately jump onto the demon rig after Lana puts a smoke bomb in the car that she was in. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because her plan is that her and Rusev are going to go take out the demon, take the demon's car, because it's clearly way better, and then win the race. <laughs> I mean, honestly, not a bad plan. Not a bad plan. Mm-hmm. Where they do immediately get knocked off by the scorpion tail. Yes. Yep. Like, like not even like they have a moment where they're about to do something. They immediately get knocked off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, Seamus she- is now cool with with uh, Goldust and Goldust and Stardust because now they're playing like bagpipes, and I guess yeah. that's the reason why it inspires him to like jump out and take a freaking sword. To cut yep. off the scorpion tail. Yeah. Has um, has has Seamus used a sword before? I don't think has so. Has he had one in like any like even any promos or anything? Uh, not to my knowledge. Clearly, if he has this, this is such a missed opportunity when he had that uh, program with like Drew. Uh, uh, Drew. Why am I forgetting his last name? McIntyre? Scottish Drew, who also had a claymore as part of his entrance for a while. Um, like, I am. Okay. Yes. All right. So here's the thing that happened in 2020. Yes. Um, so it's not related, but it is sort of related because of the character, uh, the names that you were just saying. Yes. Um, the, the headline of this article is reason why Seamus gifted Drew McIntyre a sword on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it is canon that Seamus has a sword. Yeah. It just never came up. Seems like that would be a much more effective weapon than using a folding chair. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. There's there's more fighting. I think the demon rig overpowers the other cars at some point. Uh, yes, everybody gets back to their original cars and their original teams. Um, yes. And everybody's like, all right, let's stop racing and focus on destroying the demon rig. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody except for the company car, obviously. Right. Uh, Inferno gets a lot of pressure put on him, and then El Torito distracts him for a second. Seamus mm-hmm. takes his cool sword and cuts off the, the tail of the car. The scorpion tail is now gone. Mm-hmm. And then he gets knocked back. Which then results in all of the non-authority superstars to get stopped in, like, a, a roadblock. Yeah. The mystery Undertaker, machine actually manages to avoid 
yeah, they go up on the well. to drive around. Um, and as soon as they're close to again to it, uh, Fred uses the remote, and it kind of works. But then he gets knocked into and drops the remote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also Inferno like takes manual control of the vehicle, like gets up into the cockpit, so it does no longer needs to be remote controlled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and at this, Taker tells Shaggy and Scooby to take the wheel, and he jumps onto the rig to fight um, the demon. And Fred has one last plan. They just need to get to Dead Man's Curve. And then every. So the three vehicles drive off the cliff. The demon rig and the company car are deploying their parachutes, but the mystery machine, having lost its parachutes, fires grappling hooks into the demon rig. Uh, this additional weight causes them to fall faster than the company car. Uh, and the demon jumps past Taker and onto the mystery machine. Undertaker takes control of the demon rig and follows behind them after they land. Mystery Machine wins the race, and they slam on the brake and send the demon flying into a pretzel stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Undertaker jumps out of the rig and fights the demon some more. Oh, sorry, we have to go back because the pretzels reminded me. We also yes. forgot like the payoff of them, like the of the pretzels being the dead man curve, because like Shaggy's gonna have no confidence, and then Velma's just like, "No, it's just like the pretzels you kept eating." And they're just like, Daphne. "Yeah, we know this round." <laughs> I thought it was Daphne who said it. Oh, no, you're right. I think it was Daphne. Sorry. Yeah, Daphne's Might the one who points combo. it out. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and, like, yes. I, and like sadly, like they made, I think they made a comment like a video even like, left, left, right, right, and just like, ah, it's a shame, like, up, at, up, up, down, down wasn't a thing at this point. Yeah. Because that would have been a nice <laughs> self-reference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Um, for the folks at home, up, up, down, down is Xavier Woods, also known as Austin Creed's, um... YouTube channel where he plays video games with wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, Undertaker takes the demon for the last ride, and the demon gets back up and jumps at him again, and then he gets hit with the Tombstone pile driver, which I'm pretty sure is not allowed anymore for safety reasons. I mean, certainly uh, the fact he's doing this on concrete it would be very bad. Let me look up the Tombstone pile driver because I swear that was one of the moves that got banned. I think it's banned by everyone who's like who's not trusted to do it. So like basically, Undertaker and Kane can still do it because. They, they, they are experienced, but, like, no one else is supposed to be doing it. Yes, due to this, the move is banned on the WWE with the exceptions of Kane and The Undertaker, uh, due to their experience. Uh, because, um, because Stone Cold Steve Austin did have his neck broken as a result of uh, a mm-hmm. botched pile driver. Wikipedia, the Wikipedia article for a pile driver has a very fun, low frame rate stick figure animation showing what a pile driver <laughs> is. <laughs> Like, I think I know the program that the stick figure animation was made in, because I used it in middle school. Anyways. Anyways. Um, it's time for the unmasking. So they, they all get together. After, like, the event is over. The event is over, the daylight time has like, shifted, there's no one else around except for the people involved. Uh, it's time to remove the mask of the demon. They remove the mask, revealing... Triple H! Um... And Daphne's like, oh, but he wasn't the only one. Stephanie was the real mastermind. Yeah. Apparently uh, they use, like, motion God, controls. this is so dumb. Uh, yes, the Triple H in the car was an airbag dummy in the shape of Triple H. Mm-hmm. And they both had motion control gloves on their hands so they can control both of the cars. Both uh, the company car and the demon rig. Yeah. Um, and the one time that Triple H fought the demon, it was Stephanie in the suit, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Which also, um, really the, uh, makes... The fake airbags okay. was like the reason for the talcum powder. Yeah, yes. that's why the talcum powder and the whole cutting the oil line thing was because 
Triple H knew he got caught messing with the car, but he wasn't messing with the car. He was just yeah, he was changing the airbag. Yeah, right. but he was like, oh shoot, I can't be caught messing with the car and nothing be wrong. So mm-hmm. he just cuts the line. Yeah. Um, this whole situation is dumb. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Yes. Yes. How much do they like have already financially? Billions. Um, billions. Yes. Yeah. So Stephanie says earlier, there's a big difference between millions and billions. Th- th- why did they want to do this? Uh, to prove that they could. Why? Yeah. Like, and then they're gonna get like arrested. Apparently, that's what's happening. Yeah, uh, granted- it's, it's wild that they get arrested because, yeah. like, okay, technically Dusty Rhodes did get hurt, but he yeah. didn't get any more hurt than he would have gotten just wrestling. Yes. Yeah. And it's just like, and apparently they're going to be probably dealt with um, lawyer-wise, mm-hmm. so they're going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the, that's the implication that yes. I got Mr. from- Mr. McMahon was like- they're gonna go. They're gonna go learn the lesson, and they'll be done in twenty four hours. Because I have really good lawyers. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's like, actually, you're the one who would be pressing charges. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of which, earlier you mentioned that it would make more sense if Shane was here. Like that would actually kind of fix the plot hole. Like if you had this being Shane's plot, and like oh. <laughs> Stephanie not liking it and wanting to spoil it, then suddenly the motivation makes sense. Just the entire time the demon was secretly Shane McMahon wanting to get revenge. Yes, yes. <laughs> Either that, yeah. Like, get some sibling rivalry. Yeah, uh. have someone do it. That's not good. Also, it is super weird to have two Scooby-Doo movies and literal literal living cartoon villains. Vince McMahon was not the bad guy in either one of them. Yeah. He doesn't even yeah. act particularly evil in this movie. Yeah, the reason why he was, like, going away mysteriously was because he wanted to uh practice singing the national anthem for the closing ceremony yeah also you don't sing that at the closing ceremony right (laughs) you sing that at the opening ceremony yes yeah it's just it's actually it's it's been a fun movie i will grant it but the Mm -hmm. plot is just so dumb yeah like it's not a good resolution because that there's no motive like, yeah. every single person who was a red herring in this had more motive to do mm-hmm. this than the actual people who did it. Yeah. It kind of makes me think of the whole archaeolog- archaeologists, like, um, uh, not realizing the absolute gold mine that they discovered, and instead they're just trying to do something. Which one did that? That was Camp Scare, right? Um, was it Camp... No, it was Camp Scare was uh, the one where the crime boss came back as a camp uh, kid at, to go into the underground. Oh, Or the, right. the flooded town to find his buried treasure or whatever. No, that's you're thinking right. of Phantasaur, the one where the scientists find the, the dinosaur, dinosaur trapped in... The entire dinosaur trapped in crystal and was like, Yeah. Mm, yeah actually, I want to keep this. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it's the dumbest way to go about this plot is that you could have had literally anyone else Mm -hmm. but no you have the billionaires being dicks Mm -hmm. i mean i guess it's true to their character but it's true to their character but it's it's bad character it's also true to the writing of the authority plot line unfortunately yeah why wasn't roman reigns in this movie (laughs) no shield 
They 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 exist at this point, right? I feel like the shield has come and gone by now. Uh-huh. Uh, by 2016, we yeah. Need to just look up Roman Reigns and see where he was at in 20. We'll say 2015 is what I've been judging, like where they were at during the creation. Yeah, yeah. Was 2016 the one where where uh, Seth Rollins cashed in? Uh, no, he was the he was the champion in 20 by 2015. Oh, okay. From 2015 to 2016 is his reign as, or beginning his championship, and then championship reigns from 2016 to 2018. Yeah, sure. Surely Roman Reigns appears in, like, one of these Hanna-Barbera specials. Doesn't he? No. Huh. Or I think he might show up in the, um, he's in the Jetsons one. Mm-hmm. I thought the Jetsons one had, like, Seamus, of all people, like, beating up the big show. Maybe Roman Reigns is in there, too. Um, okay, yeah, so... Jetsons one it was done in twenty seventeen or released in twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see who who are the major major character changes for that. We've got Roman Reigns, we got Big Show, we got Seth Rollins, uh, we got the Usos or the mm-hmm. other Usos, uh, Alicia Fox, Sheamus, um, Stardust is in that one too, <laughs> and Dolph Ziggler. Honestly, probably a better representation of the the, the yeah. roster at the time. Um, I still think it's weird that Stardust is on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's still weird. Uh, like, definitely, I, Big Show doesn't feel weird, even though like Paul White is now like an on air personality for AEW because like I feel <laughs> so he still is kind of like that long term association as well. It's the Big Show. Yeah, and he used to be, he like, at least moved to creative after a little bit yeah. in the WWE. Anyways, yeah. you need to finish the movie because I never said the ending parts. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, closing okay. ceremony. Yeah. Closing ceremony. Singing. Singing's bad. Taker has a hand puppet. Shaggy and Scooby give their winnings to Dusty Rhodes and his yeah. American dream. Yes, no and one gives money say, to Earl. <laughs> they do, well, well, Scooby and Shaggy, Shaggy says fair's fair. And I think they did that because they took his place. Yes. Because no. he was injured. And it made no. That so makes much sense. sense. But I think also, Undertaker should have given up his money. Yeah. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense that no one says, like, oh, I can spare some for you. Like, they don't even have to give the whole million to him. Just, like, I th- I'll take care of your bo- t- I'll take care of your kids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, th- um, that's something Dusty Rhodes could do. Like, hey, I- I- I'm the American dream. I'm going to help your American dream, daddy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also, I can't believe we forgot this. When Stephanie gets taken away, he says, like, your meddling kids and your speedster dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lana and Rusev give Scooby-Doo flowers. Yes. Scooby-Doo-Doo. Because they respect honorable competitors, which I don't think they did. No, they were heels. They are yeah. heels. They've, like, basically... Rusev has always been a heel, despite how much everybody loves him. Yes. Or at least in the WWE. He's no longer with the WWE. Right. So, yeah, I think that's everything. Again, Les Mabdor still don't do anything of note throughout the entire movie. Which, uh... I feel it's less on them and more on like the like WWE choosing people. Uh, yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. so what do we think of this movie overall? I mean, it's all right. Yeah, I thought it was fun. Terrible plot, but yeah, overall it's, fun. It's better than uh, Reluctant Werewolf. It has yeah, the same plot, but it's better. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. Uh, my closing thoughts on it. I feel like I've said a lot of my thoughts about where, yeah. it, where how I feel about it and wrestling as a whole. Yeah, it's it's still such a weird snapshot of where WWE is at the t- was at the time. It's like a bad one of those. It's like not even a good snapshot of 2016 WWE. Yeah. 
or 20 even 2015 wwe uh-huh. i see that you're marking the middle spot lava i'm making an executive decision oh Uh-oh. um because it just seems more uh like important to compare it to that instead yeah i see i see um but yeah i, I think i think we've talked enough about wrestling yes so let's uh, talk more about comparing it to another wrestling movie. Yes, how does this movie compare to WrestleMania Mystery, the first one? I, okay, I'm going to say that I like it less. Like, it has more wrestlers in it, okay. But, like, the wrestler, like, the wrestler inclusion in the first one felt and made more sense. It, like, felt more like a Scooby-Doo movie. I agree. Um, So, let's say worse than WrestleMania Mystery. Um... I didn't think to check how many is here. Okay. Okay. How does this movie compare to Frank and Creepy? Uh, that's the one where uh, they go to Transylvania, Philadelphia, or Pe- Transylvania, Pennsylvania. Or what? What? one of those. Pennsylvania is the same. Oh, is that the one with the uh, terrible message? With, uh, with Shaggy? Or, uh, yes, with Daphne, with the gang getting their revenge. Um... And all of okay. that. Yeah, this is better. Okay. How does it compare to Scooby-Doo and the Loch Ness Monster? Um, it doesn't have that one character we like in it. No, it does not have uh, Daphne's sister or Del Chillman. Yeah. Was it her sister? It was one of her relatives. Someone I think it was like... her... Uh, uh, cousin? Either cousin or sister. Take your pick. Yeah. <laughs> Probably cousin. Cousin makes more sense. Yeah, cousin... Without even seeing it, cousin seems like something you would usually do. go to that... Because, like, like, it's very easy to have, like, a distant cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to move- say worse, because, in addition, this movie does not have an ominous scene at the very end where it's revealed that the uh, creature that was the whole feature might actually be real. Mm, yeah, we should have gotten a shot of, like, the demon, uh, this, quote, speed demon, Inferno. Uh, not it, actually being a vengeful spirit, but being like a protector of the cliff or whatever, and just being yeah. like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that you've cleared my name, I'm going to fade into the fade like a dust on the wind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Are we going to so, compare it to Alien Invaders next? Yes. How does it compare okay. to Alien Invaders? I was taking a sip. Alien Invaders, of course, being the one where there's aliens and Shaggy and Scooby fall in love with aliens, and mm-hmm. we bought a helicopter. That's right. You ever mm. realize like how weird, out of context, some of these movies sound? Mm-hmm. Oh, they uh, yeah. Okay, just checking uh, that it wasn't me. It's uh, I think it's messed up that I can now give you a basic uh, rundown of the plot of any Scooby Doo movie. <laughs> yeah, you've gotten some good practice because mm-hmm. you have to remind me every single time. Well, like, even the ones I don't have to remind you about because we never talk about them, I could just give you a plot rundown. Yeah. This this is... Oh, oh man. We... That should have been, like, the like the curse we should have discussed. <laughs> Being able to give summaries of, like, any given Scooby-Doo movie at will. Yeah. That's not a curse. That's a power. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. It doesn't involve any negative effect on my on my body. Okay, that's fair. I'm trying to remember the mystery of Alien Invaders, and I think I liked uh, the it's mystery. That it's that there were aliens. <laughs> well, no, but, like, yes, the mystery result, but I'm talking about, like, the setup of the mystery, how clues were found. I always 
kind of am very critical of when the Scooby-Doo movie that we're watching at the time is very bad at setting up clues. I um, remember it being something like there. I, I think maybe one of the red herring um, clues about was about like the oil because they had to go talk to that mechanic. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what any of the solving clues were. I'm gonna be honest with you. Or maybe there was something like when they went to go visit that radio station, the military radio station where all of the culprits were at. What maybe one of them also had stains, and that's what Velma pieced together there, or something like that. Maybe. What are your thoughts? I think I like Alien Vaders a little bit more. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning there. Okay, Curse of the Lake Monster. Um, that one was the live action one, I believe. The live action prequel. The one where uh, Shaggy is a terrible person and there's frog frog monsters. Yeah. And Velma turns into a witch, gets possessed by a witch. Oh, yeah. Okay, this one is better. Okay. I'm 90% sure that's the movie that was. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah I remember now. It's so bad. We, we covered it, like, what, three months ago? Four months ago, technically. And I'm just like, uh, what was that movie about? Yeah, we had very powerful feelings about it all at once, and then we no longer needed to care about it. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, let me uh, let me give the rundown real quick. Take a deep breath. Yep. Let me get back to the list. Okay. Monster of Mexico. Or sorry, let me say preface this. I'm reading the list that we have here from bottom to top. The worst movie so far has been Scooby-Doo, Monster of Mexico, Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf, Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers, Return to Zombie Island, Scooby Goes Hollywood, Scooby-Doo and Arabian Nights, Samurai Sword, Franken-Creepy, Curse of the Lake Monster, WWE, Curse of the Speed Demon, Alien Invaders, Loch Ness Monster, Legend of the Vampire, Aloha, Scooby-Doo, WrestleMania Mystery, Zombie Island, Music of the Vampire, Scooby-Doo 2002, Mask of the Blue Falcon, Pirates Ahoy, Lego Scooby-Doo Haunted Hollywood, Big Top, Stage Fright, Scoob, Moon Monster Madness, Ghoul School, Sonic the Hedgehog 2020, Scooby-Doo The Mystery Begins, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, Cyber Chase, Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed, Legend of the Phantosaur, Abracadabra Do, Daphne and Velma, Rock and Roll Mystery, Where's My Mummy, Chill Out Scooby Doo, Goblin King, Witch's Ghost, and Camp Scare. I think I need to add Kiss to the first part of Rock and Roll Mystery so people listening to the list know which one that is. That makes sense. Uh. Um, but yeah, that's the entire list as it is so far. Our 84% complete list. No, gosh. Have you have you watched the one that's supposed to be the thirteen the the, the, the thirteen Ghost of Scooby Doo conclusion yet? Um, that no. uh, we'll see that soon. Ooh, uh, is what I'm going to say cryptically now, so I can okay. say it less cryptically later. Fair enough. Um, so Jenna, thank you for coming back on. Would you like to plug your stuff? Uh, let's see. Right now, I'm not actively doing any stuff. I mean, I just started like playing Minecraft, but like, I'm not like streaming it or anything. I don't know. Maybe I'll try. Who knows? I figure like like I'm trans. I'm playing Minecraft. I'm like probably like a step away from creating a VTuber personality at this point. <laughs> so stay tuned to my Twitter. Who knows? What's your Twitter? 
My Twitter is at Discord underscore Inc. Not to be confused for the uh, the fun um, messaging platform, Discord. Yes, which has is, which is powered our conversation. No, we are not sponsored by Discord. <laughs> no, and that has happened before. I think that that is a misconception that got made. I don't think you were even around for it, Jenna. <laughs> um, but uh, video, video game streamer, Video Chess, someone did a gift sub thing and it just like went to one of the random followers and it went to Discord Inc., um, and everybody was like, wait, is that like the Discord? And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm 90% sure that's my friend, Jenna. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I, 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 that, that has been a thing happened. I will post in a chat and a streamer will see Discording just like, wait, are you with Discord? And I'm like, uh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Look at Discord, if you do want to, sp- if you want me to sponsor you, call me or DM me. <sighs> I will sell out. Uh, would you like to plug something that you're not involved with then? Uh, let's see. So I'm trying to think, uh, I, 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 uh, I'm gonna plug, uh, let's see. I think I'm gonna plug, uh, Chris, uh, Christina's, uh, my favorite OC, Home for Wayward OC, sorry. It's got that wrong. Podcast. I actually did recently do an episode of that, uh, coming out, and that was extremely fun, just like kind of revisiting and like talking about like fan fiction and stuff that like I had never considered before. In like my personal growth with that, like that's fun. I know there are like other good episodes like that. Like I, I, I need to go back and listen to uh, Janine's episode. Do either of you have episodes with her? I do. Ooh, I'll have to go back and listen to that one too. I talked about uh, my Pathfinder OC that helped me realize that I was trans, despite yeah, no. only playing her for like a little bit. No, the, I talked about my 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 OC that also helped me realize I was trans. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's at Wayward OC Pod for the folks at home. Yes. Lava, would you like to do some plugs while I try to think of a pride plug for this month thing yes, that I'm doing? Yes, you can find me on Twitter at LavaBees, L-A-V-A-B-E-S. I don't, I don't blog about much. No, certainly not on Twitter.com. <laughs> no. Twitter, I, I, sometimes I still ask, like, the general people and also Cassidy is like, how do you do this thing on Twitter? Because I just don't use it. Mm-hmm. And also, it's very intimidating. I mean, to be fair, no, no one should be using Twitter. But yet, that that yeah. is that is the actual curse we're like we're under, like still being on Twitter.com. I, I follow a grand total of seventeen people, and about half of those are mostly inactive. So yeah, I'm living my best life on Twitter. Yes, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Madlebotanist. It's M A D L O B O T A N I S T. I have a website that's out of date that's full of podcasts that I do and have guested on which is at uh, org, which is the same as my Twitter handle, neocities.org. Um, I've been doing Pride... Oh, sorry. First, also, you can find the show on at, on Twitter at Kids and Their Dog. I said it at the top of the show. Um, and we have a Discord that if you want in, just let me know and I can get you in. Um, separately, for the month of pr- June, I've been doing Pride Plugs, which is me plugging things that uh, queer folk have worked on and stuff like that. Um, this this time I'm going to plug uh, Eidolon Playtest, which is on Twitter at Eidolon Playtest, I believe. Yes. Um, it's a playtest of a uh, RPG system called Eidolon Become Your Best Self. Um, it's, it's like two separate s- simultaneous campaigns. 
Um, there are several people of all sorts of different, uh, you know, identities involved. I, I don't know the full extent to all of the people involved and how they identify, so I can't say any more specifics than that, really. Um, but it's it's a fun time um, with with fun characters. Harvey Harvey Godlove never loses. Harvey Godlove is never wrong. I think that's it for the show. So we will see you next month with another guest episode in which we go over the 13th ghost of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> but uh, until then, they would have gotten away with it too. If it weren't for us meddling kids. Uh, and their queer dog too. Oh!